The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. Welcome, everyone, to the Traveling Pulpit Podcast. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, as it says in the 118th Psalm and 24th verse, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us all rejoice and be glad in it. Traveling Pulpit family, the beginning of wisdom is the fear of the Lord and the fools despise wisdom and instructions. But we are not fools, are we, traveling pulpit family? Because those who fear the Lord receive the wisdom that comes from the submission of being a disciple of his son, Jesus. What am I saying? I'm saying it costs to be a disciple. It costs you your life to be a disciple. That's what I'm saying. There is a high price that was paid for us to give us the opportunity to serve Christ in this way. And it is because of that high price that was paid for our benefit. Only the fool despise it. Only the fool is trying to get a refund for what was paid for our benefit. But I will tell you this traveling pulpit family, the fool will get a refund in the lake of fire. Where that person and persons will have time to think about the wrongs that they did with the life that they had now that they have heard the truth because it is the truth that sets us free. But for us who believe, for us who are holding steady and holding on on to the Lord while we were while we are going through these these trials and tribulations of this world. I have this word for you. This word comes from the book of James. It says to count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and to let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. James goes on to say, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, meaning he gives it to us without holding it against us. And while it be given to him, let him ask in faith with no doubting. For the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Traveling pulpit family, James is telling us that we have to make our election sure that if we are going to serve Christ, we have to fear his father. We have to fear his father. But not in a way where we are afraid of him, but in a way where we respect him for who he is. We have to respect his son for what he did. And we have to allow the Holy Spirit to come in and open us up through ministering the word of God to us. I go on walks every day. And while I'm out walking, I'm surrendering. I'm just I'm just telling 
the Lord. I surrender. I surrender because I do not know what surrender looks like. He does. I do not know what surrender means. He does. And I do not know what surrender is for me or what it looks like for me, but he does. And so I ask him every day that I walk, what does surrender look like to you, Lord? What does surrender look like to you? And I believe the Lord gave me three things to tell you what surrender looks like to me. The first one is Jeremiah 1 5. He knew me before he created me and he consecrated me and he separated me from this world. The second one is Ezekiel 33:11. He chased me into turning from my wicked ways because his great love for me is greater than what this world has lied to me about. His love has chased me to turn from my wicked ways so that I can live and live with him rather than being lied to by this world, this world being a world full of lies and deceit of, of personal gain and, and selfish means upon which people go about trying to get over on their brother. Ezekiel 33, let me know right then and there that I needed to turn from my wicked ways so that I could live with him forever. And that warning goes out to you too, brothers and sisters in Christ, that you turn from your wicked ways. Why? Because our God, our father, our creator takes no pleasure in the destruction of the wicked. And there is a lot of wickedness going on in the world. He has no pleasure in doing it. But guess what? It's not what he will do because he will do it. It's what you have chosen for him to do. That's why he does it. Because you have chosen for yourself to do these things. That you, you're not forcing his hand, but you have chosen for yourself to do the things that you do that are wicked in his eyesight. That he will hold his word to be true. And he will remove you from his presence. That is a warning, traveling pulpit family, that he does not take pleasure in the destruction of the wicked, but that the wicked turn from their wicked ways and live. Otherwise, he will follow through on his promise. And the third one comes from Hebrews 12. Because I am surrounded by a great crowd cloud of witnesses, traveling pulpit family. And I have laid aside every weight and sin that clings so closely to me. Even though I'm a sinner, I still run with the endurance, the race that has been set before me. And I look to Jesus, traveling pulpit family, who is the founder and protector, perfecter of my faith for the joy of the Lord that was set before me having endured the cross for my benefit, despising the shame of being butt naked on that cross for the whole world to see in front of his own mother. He is now seated at the right hand of the father, making supplication for me, a sinner saved by his grace. I can say that traveling pulpit family. What about you? What can you say about Jesus Christ? 
Is he sitting at the right hand of the father making supplication for you? Because you are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses also. Can you say that you have laid aside every weight and sin which clings so closely to you? Well, I'll tell you this traveling pulpit family, and this is no lie because I'm a sinner talking to a sinner. That sin clings so closely to me daily. It clings to me daily. But this is why I tell the Lord I surrender. I surrender to your will, Father. I surrender to your peace, Father. I surrender to what it is that you have for me because without surrender, traveling pulpit family, I will lose my mind. I will not be myself. I will succumb to the temptations of the world, which is why James tells us to count it all joy, brothers. Count it all joy when we meet various trials. He didn't say if we meet various trials. He didn't say in 2023 when trials begin to spring up against us. He said when we meet because sin will always be present in our lives. Sin will always be present in our lives. The only one who is going to eradicate sin is Christ himself when he returns. He is the only one that is going to eradicate sin. Why? Because upon his resurrection, all power was given to him on in heaven and on earth and under the earth. He has the keys to hell and death. James says, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet various trials, when you meet trials of various kinds, I'm sorry, for you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him but let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind for that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord he is a double-minded man unstable in all his ways traveling pulpit family let us go to the Lord without doubting. I pray that you will go to the Lord and ask in faith without doubting. What must I do to be saved, Lord? What must I do to be saved? How do I know that I am saved? And what is the moment that my name is written in the Lamb's book of life? Are those some questions that you have? Because those questions are such serious questions. But when you ask a person of the world, a person of foolishness, they do not believe. They won't believe. This is why the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom because there are people who do not fear the Lord. First Corinthians one and 19, one and 18 tells us that the word of the cross is foolishness 
to those who are perishing, but to us who are being saved. It is the power of God. And it is written that he will destroy the wisdom of the wise and the discernment of the discerning he will throw out. That's what it means. The word of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. This is why Ezekiel 33 11 tells us to turn from our wicked ways, that the Lord has no pleasure in the destruction of the wicked. But there are people even in our day, even in our day, who think that the word of the cross is foolishness. There were people years ago, there are people today and there will be people tomorrow, yesterday, today and tomorrow. But we know that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. So his word will always remain. But there will always be people who believe that the word of the cross is foolishness. But it should not stop us from going forth to carry the message of Jesus Christ into this foolish, believing, sin sick, sin filled world. Should not stop us from doing that. Why? Because Jesus told us in Matthew 24 and 24, false Christ and false prophets have arisen and they will perform great signs and wonders. They are among us. Even as I speak, they, their purpose is to lead astray everyone they can, even the elect, if that's possible. But you know something traveling pulpit family? I do believe some of the elect will give in because some of the elect are so attached to this world. So believing that this world is the end all to all, not knowing that the Lord will destroy. If he destroyed it by water, he's going to destroy it by fire this time. Every time we see his bow in the sky, it's letting us know a promise made is a promise kept. But this time, it's not going to be eight people in a boat. It's going to be every man for themselves. And false prophets have risen to do the very things that Matthew 24 and 24 says that these false prophets are to do. They are to perform great signs and wonders and to lead many astray see to it traveling pulpit family that you're not one of them keep your focus on jesus christ keep your focus on him why because you me we are surrounded by a great crowd a great cloud of witnesses we are to lay aside every weight every sin that clings to us so closely Sin has been our best friend throughout our entire lives, but Jesus wants to come in and be closer to us than a brother. He will do it if you allow him to. We are to run. Let us run together, traveling pulpit family, with endurance, the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of, of our faith, for whom he did not find shame in going to the cross for our benefit. He sacrificed himself so we will have a right to the tree of life so that we can can know that he is now at the right hand of the father making supplication for us. 
We traveling pulpit family, we who believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, let every man who has an ear, let him hear. And what is it that you are to hear? You're to hear these words coming from Romans 10, 9, that says, we, if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Those are the words that I need you to hear. This is how you get added into the Lamb's book of life. Confessing with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead and you will be saved. Your name will be written in the Lamb's book of life. See, in this world, this world does things with with glit and glamour, uh, sparkle and, you know, shine and things that are pleasing to the flesh. Confessing that Christ is king, conf confessing that that Jesus is the Lord of your life. You will not get the glit and glamour. You will not get the things that appease that appeases the flesh. What you will get is your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life. What you will receive is your soul saved. You will receive the blood of Christ on your life. Your name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life with an unerasable pen of blood that was sacrificed for us on the cross. That's how your name will be written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Erasable. But for those whose name is not written in the Lamb's Book of Life and for those whose names will not be found in the Lamb's Book of Life, all those names were written in pencil. And on the day of the Lord, all those books will be will be erased. So no name will be found in the Lamb's Book of Life that has been written in blood. How do I know this? Because of Romans, because of Hebrews 12. He is at the right hand of the father making supplication for us. He has been given the name that is that is greater than every name. And he was resurrected on the third day. He said he had the power to lay down his life. He had the power to take it up again. And when he took it up again, he took it up with all power in his hand. So traveling pulpit family. This is the word. This is wisdom. This is how wisdom begins. This is where wisdom starts. It starts with the fear of the Lord. So my question to you is, do you fear the Lord? Thank you, Traveling Pulpit family, for another opportunity to serve you in this way on this day. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we should all be glad and rejoice in it. I'm so grateful for that opportunity, and I look forward to continuing the opportunities as they present themselves. And I thank each and every one of you. The, the, the word is not going anywhere. There are people of different types of beliefs. There are people of different types of lifestyles, and they have the audacity to say, we aren't going anywhere. We aren't going anywhere. They will say those things as an arrogance to the father. But I will tell those people. The church is not going anywhere either. When Jesus said, Matthew 16, 
who do people say that I am over in the region of Caesarea Philippi? And Peter spoke up after the other disciples had their say on pun who people said Jesus was. Peter spoke up and said that you are the Christ, the son of the living God. It was that statement, traveling pulpit family, that Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Now, Christ did not say that it would not copycat it, that it would not do or mimic the things that the church does, because the church is not a building. The church are the people who follow Christ. That's the church. The people gather in the building so that they can be strengthened in their belief in Christ, that they can go out into the world and serve the world that way. But the church is not a building. It's, it's called the church, but it's the people that make up the church. This is why we are told to not be, to not neglect the assembly that we are to be together. This world has told people of different pigmentations that we do not belong together. But traveling pulpit family, Christ has said. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. And the people are coming together and we are stronger together. We recognize that we know what the truth is. We are coming for Christ. That's what we're doing. We're coming for Christ. We are coming to serve the world in that way. And if you are on board, welcome to the Traveling Pulpit Ministries. I want to thank you for uh, listening. I want to thank you for sharing. I, I just want to thank you for your participation and giving me the opportunity to serve in this way. It's something that I do not take for granted. And I ask the Lord to continue to enlarge my territory each and every day. So with that being said, I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice. Check me out on the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all traveling pulpit ministries. Tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. And if necessary, use words. I love you. Bye for now.